baddies. I just, I just can't believe we made it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I cannot believe that our long national nightmare is over. I mean, is it over, over? No, because uh, this orange, white supremacist, criminalistic, terroristic idiot that we had in the White House four years has absolutely incited insurrection in our country and has given all of his pathetic followers the idea that uh, you can just be an open racist and anti-Semite and everything else horrible under the book and, you know, live your life and get away with it. But we're taking some good first steps and at least his reign of literal terror is over. I'm so excited about President Biden and uh, Biden, not Biden. I don't know <laughs> every time. I've recorded this a few times, and every time I say President Biden, because apparently it's my first day on Earth, uh, I'm so excited about President Biden. I am so excited about Vice President Kamala Harris. I want to talk about her, but I will start crying, so I can't, and I had to turn off the inauguration, because again, I will start crying, <laughs> and I want to be able to do this episode. Um, <clears throat> we're going. We're coming up a little late today. Because I was planning on doing an Ask Me Anything, but I haven't gotten enough questions yet. So please do email me your questions, thebadwitchpodcast at gmail.com. Um, post them on Facebook. You can DM me on Facebook or you can DM me on Instagram so we can get that episode going. That's like our tradition for our birthday episode, which our birthday, I can't ever remember what day it is. <laughs> I think it's January 22nd or it's like the 27th or 28th. I cannot remember. I know this podcast is an Aquarius. We started in January. We are right at two years. It's like within the next few days. Oh, I hope I didn't actually accidentally pass it up. I'm pretty sure it's the 22nd or the 21st or the 20th. <laughs> I don't know. It's one of those days in there. I know at least a hundred of you are like, Mickey, it's like you're screaming it at me right now and I deserve that. So I, I hear you. Um, I just can't remember what day it is exactly. I'm really bad about birthdays. I'm sorry. But yeah, we're at the two-year mark. Bad Witch is two years old. And so the tradition has become I do an Ask Me Anything episode or do a series of two episodes at least for our birthday. You know, just kind of chit-chat and gab and see where we are and answer any specific questions that you've kind of accumulated, especially if you've come in the last year or the last six months or the last three months and you're not all caught up. You know, ask any questions that you have that we can just get right to and not have to wait for a whole episode on. So yeah, submit your questions and we will get that going with our uh, next episode, maybe probably next two episodes. <clears throat> and you can ask about well, obviously, you can ask about witch stuff, but um, you can ask me anything, literally. So if you want to ask about my blogging stuff, uh, travel, about YouTube, about how I grew my stuff, about my favorite food, about my best relationship, my worst relationship, uh, anything, anything you can think of, you can ask me about. So yeah, just submit those to me and we will do that for our next episodes. Okay, so... This is going to be short and sweet today. One, because we all have to get back to obsessively watching the inauguration, I'm sure. Uh, I, I can't sleep. So, <laughs> obviously, because I've been in the house since March and I started using Tinder again, um, I have met a number of gentlemen all over the globe <laughs> that I keep, I like, am in contact with. First, it was just like, please get me out of here. But now it's more just like I've become friends with all of them, which is really lovely, actually. And so they've all been like checking in with me about the inauguration, all saying, oh, yeah, we're going to watch it. So I hope that it is something that the whole world is watching. I think it will be because America has really just been like an abused, like party, you know, for the past four years. And the whole world has at first, I think, was mocking us. But now that they've seen how bad it was and 
how we have 400,000 people dead of this virus that we could have just had nipped in the bud by like June, you know, we could have just done the, gone the New Zealand way. But <laughs> you know why we do that, right? Everyone's rights are more important to not wear a mask and do whatever you want when people are dying, but you know, whatever. Um, I think people genuinely across the globe, like became horrified for us. And maybe some of our international baddies can speak to that and really wanting us to get out of this nightmare again. So yeah, I've been talking to some of my, my friends <laughs> all over the world, uh, that are all dudes that I was like, please rescue me from this. And yeah, they're all watching. So I think it's not definitely not just going to be something that all of us want to get back to like our American based baddies, but our U S based baddies. But, um, all of us, international, everyone, I think we're all watching and waiting and hoping nothing crazy happens today, obviously. And we just want to start with this new chapter. So um, today is going to be just uh, kind of assignment-based. Hi, I'm giving you homework. <laughs> I know it's the day off. We're all supposed to be watching the inauguration and not doing anything else. But I'm giving you some homework. But I swear it's really great, fun, creative homework. So you're really going to enjoy it, I hope. Uh, but let's start with today is another very special day in bad witch history. It is St. Agnes's Eve tonight. <laughs> you are a long time baddie. You are going to know that I have had an obsession with this day since I was, I think fourth grade. I think I was nine or 10. This is when I first started getting into like the witchy thing for real. Like I knew something was different about me. I knew I was attracted to it. And I've told this story a hundred times. Please forgive me for telling it again. But I would go to the occult section of Barnes and Noble <laughs> and I would get witchy books. And um, it, I have read from this book on the podcast. I've talked about it. It's the first one I ever bought. It was called the Mo it's called the Modern Witches Spellbook. It is a bit antiquated. It's a bit problematic <laughs> looking back at it as an almost 34 year old adult. But it was where I started. And uh that was where I first learned about St. Agnes's Eve, which I have, again, been obsessed with since I was 10 years old because I am a Pisces. And so I am, I'm not a hopeless romantic. Am I a hopeless romantic? I think I, uh, I don't know. I definitely am a romantic. I don't know if it's hopeless. <laughs> I mean, is it hopeless because nothing's working out? Probably. <laughs> But I definitely am a romantic in this idea of like, I do believe in this grand love, you know, and I I know that you're going to go back and listen to other episodes and be like, Mickey, do you? Because I'm always like, ah, dump him. Relationships aren't that important. Being single is great. And I do, I mean, relationships are important. But I mean, I do think being single is great. Being single works really well for me. I wish more people would embrace the single life instead of just settling for whatever comes along just so you don't have to be alone. Um, but at the end of the day, I do have this concept that I believe in that is like this grand love. And I wouldn't even, I think maybe if you listen to old episodes, I say, oh, like your soulmate, but I don't know. And I, I think I've said this over the course of the podcast too. I don't know if I believe in one soulmate anymore. And I don't believe in this notion of like a romantic soulmate. I believe that you just meet people over your lives that fit into your life during that time frame, but it doesn't mean they're going to be your forever I don't know if I believe anyone is anyone's forever, I guess is what I'm saying. But you don't have to agree with that. I mean, that's just my, that's my concept. And well, not, I didn't create it, but it's what I believe. It's kind of what I've, I've come to accept about my own life. But yeah, I think we are constantly evolving creatures, especially if you're a magical creature, like most of us or all of us. And I just don't know if one person suits that forever. But I do, again, have this concept of grand love. And so all that to say. <laughs> That's why when I read about St. Agnes's Eve, 
even as a child, because again, I was a Pisces witch baby, I was like, oh, I love this. I, this is what I want. I want to know like my one true person. And I guess I'm just rambling about my love life as always. But I guess uh, when I was like, you know, a preteen or a teenager, I did still believe in this idea of like the one, your one soulmate, the one person you're supposed to be with forever. Um, and so when I was doing the St. Agnes Eve thing, or like my kind of obsession with it, it was that because I wanted to like have this fairy tale ending. And now as a almost 34 year old, again, when I go to sleep tonight, it's going to be like, can you just show me who it is? Like, <laughs> I know I bring this up all the time, but, uh, the episode of Sex in the City where Charlotte is like, I've been dating since I was, uh, 15. Where is he? Like, that's how I feel. Not like, where is he? Like, I'm trying to rush into getting married or anything, so I don't even really believe in marriage. But just, like, can you just show me who it is so I can stop going through all of these frogs? Like, oh my gosh, just every guy is a disaster. I don't, how, how do y'all do it? I don't even be so patient and loving, or maybe you just all met really great people. And not just guys, but people. I really, I hope that's for all of you and you're all happy in, you know, whatever situation you're in. But my goodness, just the dregs of society that are on these dating apps or even in person, I've just had really bad luck. And so I feel like, where is he? Just show me who it is. Not where is he, but like, show me who it is. So when I see him, I can be like, cool, there you go. Let's do this. Like, I'm tired of looking at anybody else. Basically, I want to be on Tinder and just like swipe past anyone I know isn't that face so I can move on with my life. But yeah, St. Agnes Eve. This concept I've been obsessed with since I was nine or 10 years old that I would forget to do every year because I have ADD and I just, uh, things just go out of my mind and I don't think about it until it's too late at times, um, is that traditionally it's when young, well, <laughs> let me not say young. <laughs> yeah, traditionally it was like the maidens of the village. So it was the 16, no, not even 16, probably 15, 16, 17 year olds, hopefully no younger than that. You would go to sleep and you would dream of your beloved and the person meant for you. And then, you know, that you would know who it is. And last night I was kind of going over the traditions and like the rituals that we talked about in the episode I did about St. Agnes Eve, which may have been the same time last year. I cannot remember. I'll try to look it up and post it below if you want to listen to the full story about why it's St. Agnes. The only thing I can really remember is that she was like this very, very beautiful young girl. And I think that her father held kind of a prominent place in their time period or like where they lived and there there was someone else's son who was also in a prominent position and they wanted to marry her and I think she was like no I've devoted my life to like Christ and I want to just be a nun kind of basically and I think there was something that happened where she was sexually assaulted I can't remember the exact story now it's been like a year since we I went over like in depth what it was and Somehow she died. I don't know if it was in relation to that, but it was like when she died, all of these like beautiful golden like things sprang up around her and she kind of just became this face of like female beauty, but kind of in this like divine sense and kind of this innocence in a sense. I don't, I think that's her story. I know we did a couple episodes where we talked about like saints and Catholic stuff. So I could be off base, but I do remember that it was like, she was very beautiful Someone wanted to marry her because of her beauty. She was like, no, nah, my life is like about my spirituality and like my religion. And then she, she did not meet a good end, which is how she was martyred and, you know, get sainthood. And that's how a lot of these stories about women in the Catholic Church end. But yeah, I was going back and reading some of the rituals, trying to, you know, familiarize myself and get ready. And I remember last year too, when I did it, I was like, I don't think I want to do any of these. <laughs> like one, 
is like you have to remove nine pins from like a pin cushion and pin nine of them in or something while you say the, a pattern noter, like a certain kind of prayer. I think it's called a pattern noter. I can't remember exactly. And then you pin one into your sleeve and wear it for the full day. And I was like, where am I going to get nine pins? <laughs> and another one was like, you have to spend the entire day in complete silence. And kind of just like thinking about and praying about the entire day and meditating on what you want, you know, your dreams to show you. And I think one was like, you have to move backward throughout the day. It's like not very realistic stuff you could do. There was another one where it's you make a dumb cake, but again, in total silence, I think out of salt, out of salt and flour and water. And then you have to like eat a piece of it. I don't know. I was going through all these and I was like, okay, these are all really old school and I think we need to modernize it a little bit. One that I did see that I did like and I think we could all do, if you're interested in seeing your beloved tonight, is um, that you put on like your freshest night nightgown or if you don't sleep in a nightgown, you just put on like your freshest night clothes, which I think is nice. Like you take a nice, beautiful bath, you put on your freshest nightgown or like, I would say nightgown. I'm thinking of like um, Ebenezer Scrooge and like a long nightshirt and one of those hats with like the balls on the sleeve cap. <laughs> you know, you just put on, you sleep in whatever makes you feel comfortable and happy as long as it's clean. And so I think that's something we can stick to. But yeah, this is what I'm going to do for St. Agnes's Eve. And if you want to follow along with it, cool. I just was like, none of these fit me and I need to do something a little more modern. Uh, cause like, where am I going to get nine pens and how can I possibly be quiet all day when all I literally do is talk? So <laughs> I am going to take a ritual bath, of course, to start this evening. I'm going to bathe in salt. Um, I'm probably going to add in some ginger, not necessarily for like magical properties, but because I want to sweat, I want to just get really hot. <laughs> Say I want to get really hot and steamy. Not that far. But I do want to just kind of detox my body in a way because I like this idea of freshness. I like this idea of like going into your dream and going into this sleep space to see the person meant for you with it like being this idea of new or fresh of a new start, which is what the inauguration kind of symbolizes to me. I just think that's so interesting that the inauguration day lines up with St. Agnes's Eve because I think it is always on the 20th every four years. And that is, these are these like days where you're supposed to have this like quiet contemplation, this meditation on something major, you know, in your life. And then that there's this very much this concept of like freshness and cleanness and not cleanliness, like clean or dirty, but just cleanliness in a way that like you have left any negativity and badness and trauma behind to start anew. I don't know. Just something that I was thinking about the past couple days. But anyway, so I'm going to take a ritual bath. I'm going to have my salt. I'm going to have my ginger because I really want to detox and sweat it out. And with the salt too, I want it to aid in like me sweating it out. But I also want it to just like release old romantic energies off of me. So any, again, traumas from old relationships, any bad practices on my end, um, Fixing my picker would be great because I don't think I have a great one at times. Uh, you know, any bad habits, any bad memories. I just want to release all of that because I want to close my eyes. and I want to dream about the person that isn't going to put me through any of that pain or trauma and that I'm not going to bring any bad habits or old traumas into the situation as well. You know, because I do kind of think of it as like meeting for the first time, even though I don't know, you guys, like every time I have a reading done for me. There's always this concept of like, it's someone that's from your past, but it's not like a past life. It's like someone I know. And I just can't think of anybody I would want to be with. <laughs> I don't want it. It's just not looking too good. 
Um, so I don't know if it's someone I'm going to see for the first time tonight. Hopefully it actually works tonight. And uh, that's who I know it's going to be. Or if it's going to be someone popping up that I'm going to be like, oh, damn it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. And I will say when I did it last year, I didn't dream about anybody new. I just dreamt of... Um, of old people that I, literally every person I've ever been romantically involved with in any capacity I dreamt of last night. It was like a slideshow. It was like a guess who of romantic nightmares. And that's what <laughs> happens for me. But I was like, maybe this year it has to clean it all out. And then next year I'll actually see the person. So we'll see what happens. But anyway, take our ritual bath. I'm going to line the bathtub, the rim of the bathtub, not the actual tub with all of my rose quartz that I have in my collection. I'm going to put some amethyst on there to help with peaceful sleep. Cause you know, I'm not a great sleeper. I've talked about that a lot. Um, I'm going to, if I can find rose petals, I'm going to put them in the bath, but I do have some rose hip oil. So I might just put that in to get the rose essence going and I'm just going to meditate and I'm going to think about what hasn't worked for me and what has, and I am going to very openly and honestly declare once I feel like I'm all steamed out what I want and who I want. And not to say, I mean, can I say Nick Robinson? Of course they could. But <laughs> who I want as in I want someone kind and smart and funny and ambitious and gentle. And that will do all the things I don't ever feel like doing because my number one love language is like when you do things for me. I Oh, it just makes me so happy. I love convenience so much. Um, but yeah, I'm going to state it very much aloud. So take the, if you're going to do this as well, take the first half of your bath to just release let it go. No, it's above me now. Let it literally steam out of your body and steam up into the universe because it's not our problem anymore. And then spend the second half of it visualizing what you want and speaking it aloud and also speaking aloud what you don't want. Because I think a lot of the time that can be more important than visualizing on creating this perfect person with all like, yes, 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 check mark, check mark, check mark. These are all the things I want. I've really kind of been focusing lately on the things I know for sure I don't want. <laughs> Like, of course, we'll all be like, I want someone smart. I want someone funny. I want someone kind. I want someone vicious. I want someone that will want to step in and take care of things I don't want to take care of. I want someone handsome, you know, or beautiful. But for me, I'm kind of in a space lately where I'm like, I want someone that can keep up. Well, I guess it's a positive thing, but I want someone that isn't unintelligent. I want someone that I don't have to teach how to be an adult. I want someone that I don't have to raise. I want someone that is that doesn't want kids. I want someone that doesn't have kids. I want someone that, you know, isn't abusive in any sense of that word. I want someone that isn't going to be all over me 24 seven. And I have, I'm become their entire life. So yeah, it's not so much I've been focusing on. I want someone who is, is, is it's that I want someone who isn't, isn't, isn't. And I think that's kind of more important to specify. <laughs> Maybe that's just where my head is, but it's so easy to meet someone that you really get along with and that you have chemistry with, and then you kind of get in and you start making compromise. That's the word I'm looking for. You start making compromises on things you necessarily wouldn't because other things are like hitting the right boxes. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with compromising. Obviously, compromising is like a key of life. I'm not a big person on compromise. <laughs> but, you know, I think when you focus so much on the things that are right, you'll compromise on the things that are wrong, but the things that are wrong are the things that will eventually like drive you crazy or hurt you. And so I kind of am coming from a place of, I want to focus on the things that are wrong that I won't accept versus the things that are right that I will accept. Does that make sense? I think so. <laughs> you know, that makes sense. 
Anyway, so yes, cleanse the first half of your bath. The second half, work on the visualization. Work on the visualization. Close your eyes. Picture the person. Picture what you do want. Picture what you don't want. Speak it aloud. Use the connection to the element of water while you're in the tub to kind of power all of it and charge it all up. In fact, when you get to the visualization, wow, why am I picking up to use that word when I cannot pronounce it? Um, when you get to the visualization and the, um, the like speaking aloud part, you know, put your amethyst in your hand, put your rose quartz in your hand. I also just got a, a flash of smoky quartz. So I would maybe incorporate that into my ritual bath if you do have that one laying around. And also it never, ever hurts to have a black crystal around when you're doing any kind of energetic work because it protects you. So if you have black tourmaline, if you have jet, if you have obsidian, any of that stuff, uh, I would also include one of those. You know, I also just got a flash of citrine. So I would put that into the mix too, because it obviously is like a crystal of success and of abundance. And you want your love to be abundant, to always be flourishing and growing. So I would include that as well. So anyway, take your ritual bath, light your candles. If you feel uh, inclined to add an element of fire in there, I'm probably not going to light any candles because I do not have any like magical candles right now. I just have like little tea candles, <laughs> like overpriced fragrance candles that I don't feel like work the best for uh, my magical work. So I'm not going to um, use any candles on mine because I simply didn't think ahead. As always, I didn't order anything. But if you have any red, pink, or white candles, those would be amazing to use. And then I'm going to put on my fresh nightwear. <laughs> my nightwear. Uh, my jams. And the one thing that I am going to keep from the old tradition of St. Agnes's Eve is that you are supposed to walk backward to bed. So I am going to do that. I'm going to, it's that you're supposed to walk backward and that you're not supposed to look behind you. So as you're moving backward or as you like lay down, don't look behind you for the evening. So I am going to keep that. There's something that I was reading in like the old traditions you're supposed to do where you're supposed to like walk backward up a flight of stairs, which could not be more dangerous. <laughs> like, no, thank you. I'm not going to do that. But yeah, walking backward to bed and laying down and just do not look behind you during the walk for the rest of the night, because I guess the concept is like, you're looking forward to your future. You're looking forward to this person you're going to be with. So you don't want to turn and look at the past because the past is behind you and you got to let it go, you know? And that's why I think the ritual bath is a really important part. Oh wait, I skipped a part before. So after the ritual bath, before the walking backward to bed, I personally am going to just all the things that I was saying out loud in the tub, I'm going to reinforce them by writing them down because as we always know, spelling is a spell. So yeah, I'm just going to write out a list. I'll probably like break my book in half. So like one side will be like what I do want and one side will be what I don't want. And I'll just arrange my crystals onto the pages to kind of, you know, supercharge them. So once I have taken the bath, once I've written everything down in my book, then I'm going to do the walk backward to bed and uh, go to sleep. And maybe right before I go to sleep, I'm going to just like do a call to the universe. Like I am ready for what you want to show me. Um, I'm prepared for what you want to show me. My eyes are open. Uh, St. Agnes, you know, please, please show me what you can something along those lines. I haven't written anything out because, you know, I never write my spells down. <laughs> but in the moment, I can always kind of just like rhyme them out myself. And I don't, again, think that you always have to have like that spell cadence to do a spell. You know, just speak what's on your heart and say why you want to see the person and what you're hoping for. And, you know, St. Agnes, please help me with this and please show me who it is. And I'm going to go to sleep and hope for the best. And in the morning, I'm going to try to keep my book by the bed so I can write down everything that I saw as soon as I wake up. And if it's another year of me not seeing the person and me just seeing every person I've ever dated in the past, I can at least take notes and examine why that's coming back to me and like what I need to work on in myself and with my love life and with my like romantic habits to move beyond it and have a fresh start. 
So that is St. Agnes's Eve. That is part one of like, if you want to do your assignments for this week, you can participate in that tonight. I know a ton of you are married and in relationships already and feel like you're with your person. And I know I said before, very messily, that if you want to be messy too, you can still do it and see if that's the person that actually shows up in your dream. Um, but you know, I think it is kind of just fun anyway, because even if you aren't concerned with seeing the person you're going to marry or the person that you'll be with, it is still fun that you're just like indulging in the idea of love, you know, and we're coming up on like, Valentine's Day in a couple of weeks or a few weeks. And I think it's just nice to set that loving atmosphere, to bring love, more love into your relationship, to have more self-love for yourself, just to revel in this concept of love, of love. Well, let me try that again. To revel in this concept of love, I think is a very beautiful thing. So even if you don't want to even go to the dream stage of it and say, show me who it is, you can still do the bath. You can kind of like when you have a vow renewal or like vow commitment in your in a marriage ceremony, you know, you just state the things that you want and say the things you're willing to do and state the things that you expect. And I think it's never a bad thing to revisit that, even if it's just with yourself. But I mean, in a couple, you can definitely do it together. You know, take a bath together, say the things that are working, say the things that aren't, have like this just loving moment. I don't know. I feel like very lovey. <laughs> I don't know why. There's certainly no one on the horizon. Well, St. Agnes will show me if there's someone on the horizon, but I mean, right now there's certainly no one on the horizon. So I'll know where, where the hell I'm getting all this optimism for love from because <laughs> it's not been good. But, um, yeah, so that's the first thing you can do for your like bad witch assignments. Okay. Hey, um, I took a little break <laughs> because I was just about, well, I was talking about the second thing you can do <clears throat> for your bad witch assignments. And I realized instead of instructing you all how to do it, I should maybe make it and make it available to all of you. Yeah. Um, I literally recorded like 15 more minutes of this podcast and talked about <laughs> this idea that I had and that I put into place for myself um, at the beginning of this year. And as I was talking it through, I started brainstorming real time as I always do. And I realized that... It, it may be something better if I do it myself and then make it available to all of you and then we can do it together, if that makes sense. I hope I hope that makes sense what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so stay tuned. I will work on it starting today and hopefully have it ready for when I do the Ask Me Anything episodes for our like true real birthday episodes. It's exciting though. It'll be something super fun. It'll be something that I don't know how to talk about without explaining what it is. Uh, just know that it's something we can do together and it's something that we can do over like a month together and it'll be a super fun assignment. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I really have like <laughs> recorded all this telling you exactly what it is. And then I was like, wait a minute, I should just make it and then we can all do it and it'll be amazing. So we're going to wrap up our episode there. <laughs> is this the most chaotic episode in Bad Witch history? Probably so. But it's good because now that I've kind of had this brainstorm moment, something really exciting is on the horizon. Oh, amazing. Awesome. Because something exciting is happening in real time right now. I'm going to put out this episode. Um, happy Inauguration Day to everyone. Happy St. Agnes's Eve to everyone. Please send me your AMA questions. I cannot wait to do those. I love doing those Ask Me Anything questions because I feel like when I'm doing this podcast, I'm just like talking into the void and just like whatever comes to my mind gets thrown out to all of you. But when I do ask me anything, I feel like I really am connecting with all of you so much deeper, you know, and it's really like I'm having more of a two-sided conversation. Like, I feel like the podcast is a conversation, 
but I just love having your input a lot. So please send me your questions. I'm really looking forward to doing that. I can't believe it's been like two years of that, which insanity. Um, I can't believe that I recorded like 15 more minutes of this podcast and had to cut it out because I realized it's something I should actually do for all of you. <laughs> That's how this podcast goes. Again, happy inauguration day. I'm so excited about the four years to come. I think some amazing, beautiful things are on the horizon. Can't wait to start traveling again. I can't wait until it's just safe for us to live our lives again and not to have this thing hanging over our heads. I hope that if you've gotten vaccine, vaccinated already, that it's served you well. You haven't had any bad side effects. I hope that the rest of us can get vaccinated soon. And I love you all so much. And happy St. Agnes's Eve. Uh, I will report to, you know what, I'll make a thread in the Facebook group and I will write down uh, what happened for me when I had my dream. And we can all kind of share our experiences if you feel safe and comfortable doing that. And yeah, we're all going to just make a little magic tonight. Hopefully, whether again, it's by yourself and trying to conjure up this person, or if it's just kind of adding and renewing love in the relationship that you already have. It's just loving vibes, y'all. I just, I love today. It's really good vibes. And I love Aquarius season because it's almost Pisces season. <laughs> no, I love Aquarius season because it really is like all about intellect and kind of this like visionary mentality and humanitarianism and taking care of each other. And I do think it's really amazing that Aquarian season, again, is coming in with the inauguration because if we need anything right now, it's that we need like humanitarian action and caring about each other and taking care of each other and caring about each other more. And, you know, having a visionary in the White House. And not to say that, I don't know if I consider Biden, I think I would consider Harris a visionary. I don't know about Biden because I do feel like he is more old school and more about unity and bringing everything together and I think that you need a visionary that can kind of see that the ways of the past definitely aren't working and we have to move past that so we'll see what emerges out of you know it doesn't just have to be those two just be those two too it can be anyone that is coming into this administration and there's so much diversity there are people of color there are black people there are white people there are LGBT people I think I saw that oh what is her name I can't remember but I, I believe it's going to be the first trans woman to hold a, a cabinet position. She is a doctor. Oh my gosh, what is her name? Let me look it up real quick. Her name is Rachel Levine. Uh, she is Biden's pick for the assistant secretary of the HHS, which would be the first transgender Senate confirmed federal official. Like, if that doesn't give you hope that we're just making progress finally after not just being stagnant for the last four years, but like moving back in time to the 1950s and uh, even further back to uh, the 1860s, to be honest. Uh, I, I don't know what it is. You know, it's just, it's very hopeful. I love the diversity. I love that the cabinet is going to look like the people. I love that the Senate is going to look more like the people. I love that the House of Representatives Congress is going to look more like the people that I can see Kamala Harris and I see a black woman reflected back to me. I love that. I love it so much. So yeah, I don't know how I started talking about politics again. <laughs> Basically, good vibes all around. Love the love and feelings. Love St. Agnes's Eve. Love that it's inauguration day and we're getting a fresh start. Put on your fresh night gear tonight. Put on your sleeping cap if you need to. And I will talk to you all next time. And hopefully I'll have this idea more fleshed out and I can share it with you then and answer all of your questions. Okay, blessed be my loves. Mwah! Goodbye.